Ooh, I've been dying to try this place. Oh my god, me too. I've heard such good things about it. Welcome to the Crime Diner. I'm Cindy. I'll be cooking for you this evening. Here are your menus. Oh, what are you thinking about getting? I don't know. Murder with a side of cannibalism? What about you? Ooh, that sounds good. I'm torn between historical mayhem and the social injustice, maybe? Oh. I just want to let you know that each episode comes with dinner, dessert, and a specialty drink chosen by yours truly. Wine Dine and Storytime has had a makeover, and we invite you to slide into the booth with us at the Crime Diner, where each week we will discuss a crime over dinner, drinks, and dessert. See you there! What's up, rewatchers? It's Dustin here to let you know that this show may feature strong or inappropriate language, so don't be blasting it over the speakers at school or at work or some other public place that has people with sticks at their butts, okay? I'm assuming if you're listening, you've at least watched the show or the episode we will be discussing. If not, just be warned there are spoilers ahead. But really, it's your fault because these shows have been out for a while. Enjoy! So yeah, I am drinking this blue raspberry vodka. Ooh, fun. Index. <laughs> <laughs> like blue raspberry, like you'd think. It's pretty good. Like a, it tastes a little bit like like a sonic blast type thing. Ooh, I bet it would be good with lemonade. It probably would, a little bit in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, just, you know, water down. I had to water down. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it's like I'm drinking Smurf pee. <laughs> la, 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 la. You just know that's a fan fiction somewhere. Smurf pee. Oh, you, well. <laughs> that's probably tame for the internet, actually. <laughs> Smurf water sports. <laughs> I'm sure it exists. Back to the rewatch recap. It's episode five of Scream, the TV series titled Exposed. A little better title. I don't know. They're still a little blase. I want them to grab me. Yeah. Exposed. What's exposed? Someone exposing themselves? I don't know. Emma is exposed, unfortunately. Emma is very much exposed. So the opening of this episode shows Emma in slow motion walking through school with everyone talking about the video of her losing her V-card. That's her. I can't believe she came in today. Blah, blah, blah. Would that really happen anymore? That seems so silly. I mean, I know people would watch the video, but like the the version shaming? I don't know. Like I've never had, I mean, when people had a rumor for themselves, like back in high school, when I was in high school, I mean, people talked, obviously, but we didn't, like, all stop and look and be like, yeah, I've never had one of those high school experiences like they always show where, like, everyone in school has heard. I'm talking about you, but I'm not I'm not going to show you that I'm talking about you because I'm covering my mouth while I look at you. (laughs) But everyone is turning towards you and you just know. I don't know. I've never had that. I guess it's just a visual we had to take with our entertainment. That's just got to be the way we know. Everyone is talking about her. (sighs) Yeah. Well, 
good thing is Audrey shows up and consoles her. She's like, I've been there. Though she goes, there is some kind of cosmic justice in this whole thing. And I'm like, yeah, I guess for the video of her and Rachel. I mean, yes, but like um, a video of you making out with some anonymous person is um, a little different than someone leaking like your entire first time with your boyfriend. Yeah, but it is also outing you at the same time. So you got to add that extra. That's true. I forgot about that. So it's kind of, okay. Uh, I guess it's kind it's of the all same. bad. It's yeah. almost kind of level there. It's all bad. So Will walks up all pouty and everything, wondering why Emma hasn't called him back. And Emma just. Why, you know, Will? Why? Why? And Emma thinks that Will filmed them. She was like, you filmed it. Did you know? You filmed it. He was like, I didn't film it. I swear. She was she doesn't understand if he didn't do it. How, how could the video exist? Also, he knew, right? He didn't deny knowing. Exactly. So that's something messed up right there. Yeah. And she keeps pulling away from him. And, she, you know, she thinks maybe, okay, well, maybe Jake did it. And he says, well, I'd kill Jake if that were the case. You know? But we know somebody was filming people. And it's probably fucking Jake. And it's probably from a laptop. Because it wasn't like... Or from it a computer. definitely looked like it was from a laptop, like sitting on a desk or something. It was kind of off. They're kind of off to the side of the screen a little bit. So right, and it made sense because remember in the first episode, someone turns on the camera in Nina's laptop. So we also know it wasn't just Nina who was spying on people. Yeah, she was the only one who had access. But maybe it was Jake that was turning that on. I don't know. Right, sketchy it's Jake. So, so sketchy. So she shrugs it off and goes to her locker and immediately gets a phone call from an unknown number. Hmm, wonder who it could be. By the way, I can't even believe she went to school today. I would not go to school the day after like a sex tape slash underage porn of me was leaked. I wouldn't be going back to school for the semester. Right? I would be homeward bound. I would be sitting off to some kind of boarding school. No one can find me. She just like goes to school. There have been two murders and now this. You can stay home. Just, yeah. I think mom being the medical examiner is like, yeah. She brings a lot of work home with her. So <laughs> I kind of need to take the night off or the day off or the week or the year, whatever. It's enough for anybody. I mean, at so, least yeah. sketchy call. Yes. Ugh. Anyway, so it says, hello, Emma. How does it feel to be the star of the show? And she just like, what? She hangs up the phone right away and looks up in her locker to see a screenshot of the video with just like your mother written across it. Which She's what the fuck? But also in the last episode, Audrey did say, you're the star of the show to Emma, hmm. which is an interesting use of language. That is very true. Because when they found those pictures hanging up, she was like, oh, you're the star of the show. Yeah. Coincidence. They keep talking about like this. this is, they talk about this as a TV show or something. I don't know why. <laughs> they, they do all the time. And they, I know they think it's meta, but it's just weird. <laughs> no, it's like, you know, you're in a TV show. <laughs> But at the same time, then why is Emma so, like, weepy whiny? Yeah. Why don't they know they're on a horror TV show? Why don't you know you're the main character, Emma? <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to get killed that fast. So she snatches this picture down and slams her locker shut and slash scream title. Dun, dun, dun. So now they're back at the abandoned hospital. Sheriff Hudson runs into Mayor Maddox, Brookstad who introduces him to Detective Lorraine Brock of the State Police Special Task Force. She instantly says, hello, HUD. Nice to see you again. And of course, they've had a past relationship because they probably boinked and then she got promoted and left town or some crap. That's what I'm thinking, and right? Because this guy is not professional. No, he's not. It's very, yeah. 
So yeah, Detective Brock says it's a hell of a mess. And they, you know, they break the news together to Sheriff Hudson that he's been taken off the case per authorization of the governor who wants this case closed quickly. Good. A temporary leave of absence, basically. Oh, are we supposed to be like upset on his behalf? Because I'm I not. Know. <laughs> and what's funny is that he was like, so I'm just supposed to do nothing. And she's like, no, you can make sure you can enforce the town curfew. You're already doing nothing, dude. <laughs> like, and he goes, oh, right. Right after crossing guard duty. And I'm like, you can barely do that. <laughs> right. What are you handling, actually? What are you handling? I know. Just like a guy who gets told no too many times, he goes off and pouts. Um. So back at school, some chick sits down behind Emma in class and Brooke just subtly snaps. Hey, are you kidding me? That's Riley's seat forever. (laughs) Like, Oh, so the girl's like, all right, fine. I'm like, but you know what? I mean, I I would get up. I wouldn't. I would would be like, you know, you're right. I shouldn't have been taken at least. I don't know about forever, but at least till the end of the school year. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it just happened. Have they even had the funeral yet? I don't think so. I mean, we haven't seen one. No, we haven't. So Noah turns around and apologizes to Emma again for the going for the video going viral. Was, I didn't know it was going to do that when I opened it and all that stuff. And, I mean, she's like, it's all right. You know, this is also why you don't teenage hack. Yeah. And don't just automatically. How did this? Don't click on things. Here's something that bothers me. Okay. About that, that, that laptop. Oh, wait, wait. It wasn't on the laptop. It was on his laptop. So he was connected to the Wi-Fi. That's why. Okay. I was sitting there going, how did that right. get out? But no, it was because, yeah. But like, there are many reasons why they shouldn't have just pl- <laughs> these teenage hackers who don't know not to just like plug shit into your own laptop and run it. <laughs> I know. We well, see these things all the time and like, you know, oh, I found this laptop. Let me just set it up. And I'm like, how is this? Why do you have this link to your Wi-Fi right now? Right. Why are you like doing encrypted files in something that's really, you know, it's supposed to be really secretive or whatever. You're supposed to be, oper- you know, special ops type stuff, but it's connected to the Wi-Fi. Why are you connected to anything? Put that shit I- in airplane mode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my God. So we cannot just automatically upload to someplace. I mean, hello. I don't understand, but they don't ever ask me. So no, they don't. <laughs> they never do. So, yeah. Um. Noah turns around and apologizes to Emma, and Mr. Branson comes in, all dressed up in a suit and tie. I don't know why. He never wore that stuff before, but now he's running. Had a big date with a middle schooler. Apparently. Yeah, check somebody out. Um, you know, check out. Get it? Check out of school. Anyway. Um, <laughs> he says they're going to skip the scene work this week because of Riley's demise, basically. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good thing. Just give him a week. They'll be okay after that. Why are they even having class? Two people were murdered in this school recently. I mean, if anything, at least talk about things that are going on (laughs) as a group. Like, oh, this is how we feel. Something. No, No. he decides he wants to talk about the Scarlet Letter. (laughs) Every fucking How many books do they go through in a couple of weeks? (laughs) How many books are they going to go through? I don't know. But I'm so tired of people who write for TV not remembering anything else from high school than the Scarlet Letter. Stop making it a plot point. Yeah. I'm tired yeah. of it. I'm tired of it. I oh, well, hated Jake's the book tired when I read of it, too. It. Jake's tired of it, too. He says, Mr. Branson, with all the cyberbullying and gifts and mayhem going down, who cares? I'm like, thank I you, Jake. Thank I agree you. for once with Jake. Broken clock, right? Twice a day. 
See, this is the episode I think I really started to like, Jake. Because <laughs> the little things like this, he says, you're like, yep, tell it like it is, Jake. Branson says, well, this book is actually very relevant right now. I'm like, you mean because one of your students has gotten her uh, her V card showing for everybody in the world That's now? That's not what the Scarlet Letter is even about, though. I know. Like, <laughs> feeling the shame of like, oh, she had Why sex. don't you all just read the book and talk about <laughs> And, you know, so he's like talking about how things happen in the Scarlet Letter, but move slower and blah, blah, blah. And this is when text messages start coming in and it has like a heart shaped video clip of Emma and Will getting busy. And it says, Emma and Will, fastest gun in Lakewood. And, you know, of course, everybody thinks it's funny. Everybody who's not part of the video. And I'm like, are they implying that Will is a one minute man in the set? Right. What is the implication here? Fastest gun in Lakewood. And is that funny? I don't, I don't. I don't understand this bullying. I don't understand. Fastest. What is that bad or is it? I don't or know. Or like, did they have sex too fast? But like, that's just your own opinion. That's I not. guess. <laughs> I so don't understand. I'm like, so Kiernan pipes up. I'm like, hey, hey, Kiernan, where you been, buddy? What's, what's going on? You and your big floopy thrown back hair. Um, he speaks up and he's like, yeah, you know, back in the day, you know, gossip took like nine months or, or, or the repercussions took nine months instead of nine seconds, you know, for sex, I guess. And then, um, some guy behind Will pops up over, over Will's shoulders, like, or like three minutes. Am I right, Will? So like, is that it? Everybody watched and he didn't last that long because he's a teenage boy. Yeah, let's make fun of him. I'm sure you'd do so much better, kid. Right? None of these boys would do any better. No. So, of course, this sets Will off. He stands up. He's like, shut the hell up. And Emma's I mean, like, that it would be pretty enraging. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, calm down, Will. And then Branson asks if Emma's okay. And she says, no. She turns the conversation to, like, the friends that they've lost. And there's going to be a candlelight vigil downtown at 7 p.m. And Audrey looks like she has an idea, maybe. I don't know. It's really weird. She has a weird look on her face. Sometimes there are cuts where I'm like, did you mean to edit that shot out? Because that doesn't mean anything to me here. I know. What is she doing with that face? There's some interesting camera work where you're just like, "Uh, okay. All right. Well, we'll go with that. (laughs) So the bell rings and they walk out into the hall. And Kiernan is behind Emma saying, people are dicks. I'm like, yeah, they are, Kiernan. Yeah, they are. Great observation there, buddy. Emma's like, you saw the video. And he says, he wasn't interested in it. I'm like, yeah, right. And he says, he likes the anticipation. I and mean, like, I will say, I have not watched any celebrity sex tape. I oh, resisted I temptation. So maybe he really didn't watch it. Yeah. I'm just saying. He's a teenage boy. He, Yeah, okay. And the girl he's dating and he's not, yeah. I mean, he might be a sociopathic serial killer. So maybe that's why he resisted. Here's he the thing. human emotions. The video was just sent to the phone. You opened up whatever was sent to you, and then it was the video. So how right. did he? Like what? But also, that's not how phones work. I know. It like you don't playing. just open your phone and a video starts playing. Absent, like you have to open it. You have to receive a thing. Like what is going on? There's some special technology in MTV screen. That I'm getting like to. so frustrated with this technology. <laughs> So, yeah, he lies and says he likes anticipation, whatever. And um, I'm like, he just, I don't know. He feels like he's a creep trying to be smooth. All the boys on the show are fucking creeps. And this whole thing, his whole, he likes anticipation. It feels like a Jake line. 
Yeah, it does feel like a creepy thing he would say to Brooke. I like but anticipation. Like, all of them are creeps. I don't even like Kieran. I don't like any of them. <laughs> I know. I don't like them either. Is it Kieran or Kiernan? I keep calling him Kiernan. Maybe it's Kiernan? I don't know. I've got to look him up. I don't that's remember. Bothering me. Because I keep going Kiernan, Kieran, or maybe they just keep changing it. Like, I don't know. What do your notes say? Well, I'm looked it up on IMDb, and it is it's Kieran. I keep, I wrote it wrong. You're oh, right. It's, oh, okay. it's Kieran. That's a weird. I know Kiernan as a name, but I never. I don't know Kieran. That's it's weird. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, Kieran. 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 Got it. So he tells her. He tells Emma that he's sorry about Riley. She asks where he's been. I'm like, well, where the fuck have you been, Kieran? And he says, had to drive to Bloomington to deal with some insurance stuff for her mom's accident. I'm like, where's Bloomington? I don't know why I heard Bluffington and I was like, does he live near Doug? <laughs> What's weird is a statement like that almost seems to place us on the map somewhere. And I thought we were supposed to be like anywhere. Mm hmm. But also, why so specific, writers? Who cares? No one cares. Somebody's from Bloomington in that writing staff. <laughs> Somebody wanted to write their town in. Yeah, that'd be, yeah. But anyway, he asks about the hospital and the video, and she says it feels planned. Because it is, sweetie. Get it in your head. Um, now she's scared whenever she gets a call or a text. She's at her breaking point, and she wants the cops to deal with it. He tells her she doesn't have to be afraid. I'm like, oh. Also, why hasn't she changed her phone number yet? Blocked this blocked outside numbers. Well, I mean, for sure do that. But also, like, maybe get another phone and give that to your friends. And then if that gets out, you know who gave it out. Like probably one of your friends. (laughs) There's just not a single amount of like personal security she's trying to do. There's a lot. They had a lot of options. This wasn't that long ago. So they had (laughs) options. You know, and she barely goes to the police for things. So it's pretty rich to be like, I want the police to handle this when I've been keeping because evidence she knows from them. Incompetent. I mean, she knows well, her mother, true. and her mother's not the most competent person. <laughs> <laughs> My mom whines. I know the sheriff does. So I'm not going there. <laughs> Whatever, you know. Anyway, meanwhile, Will says that the video is his worst nightmare. And Jake says his is when all those all his teeth got were loose oh, in his God. dreams. Is this a thing? Like I keep reading I've about like teeth that. falling out in nightmares. I mean, I've heard of it. I've never had one. I haven't either. Like I don't have those type of dreams. Like or my hair Wait, or my what teeth. What does it or mean? So. Teeth falling out dream. I'm gonna look it up. Okay. Because I haven't. I had the one not where you show up naked at school, but I always showed up in like my underwear and a long t-shirt. And that was oh, I've it. never had that one either. But that was about it. But I didn't like, I wasn't embarrassed, but I would like always pull the t-shirt down further <laughs> as much as I could. <laughs> but that was the most, and that was when I was in school. So, I mean, I never had so, the one where I didn't have know the answers to the test. I didn't do that either. I never have any of those school ones. People are always like, oh, glad I'm not back in school. I don't know. I think I'd be fine if I dreamed I was back in school. I liked school overall. I didn't like the people, but school itself was not the scary part. Yeah, that's the thing. I could go and take a test. (laughs) Mine was all about dealing with the people. Yeah. Right. I didn't like the people. Um, Okay. So if you dream about your teeth falling out, it could be a lot of things. (laughs) 
Freud believed dreams about teeth falling out were signs of subconscious sexual needs and fears. Well, of course, um, Freud. Everything's about that. Dreams about teeth falling out were also thought to prophesy events. Why? Huh. What? I don't think anyone knows what it means. That's what I'm going to say. Although I have looked up dream definitions before. It's they're like tarot cards. You can use them maybe to interpret or like help you understand something. I want specifics, damn it. You know what I mean? Like I mean, I think I've always had this very cool tech dream that we could get to the point where they hook you up somehow to to basically like a, a radio station slash TV that can interpret your dreams. I just don't think we'll ever have that sophisticated knowledge of the brain. No. We won't be able to do that. It won't be like Johnny Mnemonic or anything like that. Like, But it's a cool thing to imagine. It would be cool. Yeah. I mean, I have dreams where I fly a lot. Oh. And in fun. the dreams, I know how to fly. Like, I just like, I can do this oh, and yeah. I know I'm flying and I'm not supposed to be flying, but I can do it. And sometimes I can only hover a few feet off the ground. And sometimes I can go like probably as high as a two story house. Oh, wow. Yeah. I can't go that high. That's cool. But all I do is kick my legs back and I just kind of hover. And then most of the time I'm swimming through the air. Like it's like I'm the water, like air is yeah. water and I'm swimming through it. That's fun. But I often have it where like zombies are chasing me and I go and do that and jump up. And then oh. they, they can almost get my feet. They can jump <laughs> up, but I can't go any higher. So I'm like trying to tuck my feet up and just trying to fly away, swim, fly away from them. It's really weird. Do your dogs like go for your feet at night? Is that what's happening? Are no. you feeling their little paws like touching? No, your feet? I just have a thing with freaking zombies. I don't like them. <laughs> Nobody likes them. No I one's have like a lot oh, of zombie dreams. Wait, what'd you say? Nobody likes them. No one is like, oh, I can't wait for the zombie plague. Oh my god, yes. No, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I really don't like. I don't like to watch movies with them unless they've got like comedy, like Shaun of the Dead or oh, okay, warm warm bodies. Yeah, yeah, I yeah love that the, like zombie rom com. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I can do that all the t- all the live long day, but I can't do like, and you know, like little snippets of zombies and stuff, but not like a whole zombie apocalypse thing. I can't can't do it. I think I watched Zombie Land once, and that was okay. Oh, that was but I wasn't funny. into it because I just didn't like the whole dystopian thing going on. You know, post apocalyptic. Yeah, I don't like it. That's why I never watch Walking Dead. Don't like it. Yeah, stay away. Yeah. So anyway, so Jake continues to mock Will about his junior high sex moves going viral. I'm like, Emma Duvall, junior high. Yeah. High school I get, but junior high? Like, yeah. kids start Gross. way too early, in my opinion. Like, that's <laughs> junior high, really. We were 13 and 14 in junior high. That's That was 7th and 8th grade for me. Yeah, that's really young. So that's, yeah, that's really. Anyway. Of course, Jake watched it. Why wouldn't he? Um, they obviously know how the video was captured. They're kind of talking about it. They know how the video was captured, but Will hasn't told Emma. So Jake, again, mocks him loving Emma so much and says that they should focus on their new opportunities. You know, they're on for tomorrow to make their blackmail money. Yeah, this is why I think all the boys on the show are like weird sociopaths where he's like, you have feelings. Let's go do crime. (laughs) You have. That sounds like the whole (laughs) get in, loser. We're going shopping. 
<laughs> you have feelings. Let's go do crime. <laughs> That's what Jake is like. <laughs> That's me a new catchphrase. I like that. <laughs> oh, okay. So that night at the vigil, there are pictures of Riley and Rachel and Nina and candles and like stuffed animals and whatnot. Emma, Emma comforts Audrey a little about Rachel. And then Detective Brock says that Sheriff Hudson lives in Twin Peaks. <laughs> I'm like, she calls him HUD, and he doesn't like it. She says, you used to like being called HUD. And he's like, I used to lot a lot of things that were bad for me. I'm like, yep, called it. They used to smash. Boom. So unprofessional. So unprofessional. You are professional connections. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. He doesn't want her there. And she says she's there to fix his mess and loves watching him squirm. I'm like. Look, if someone's going to solve this crime, that would be great. But I am unoptimistic. Yeah, and maybe maybe your your interest in trying to solve this crime shouldn't be to make the other guy look bad and just to solve I mean, the crime. I mean, that's true. Two young girls murdered. Does anyone care? <laughs> I mean, just saying. Just, just wondering. So Piper approaches Emma. She knows that Audrey liked Rachel, but she had talked to Rachel's parents who said that Audrey intimidated Rachel into doing things she wouldn't normally do. Like, hmm, this is interesting, considering we've never met Rachel's parents. Right. Emma sticks up for Audrey. Well, maybe that's how Rachel's parents could just justify her liking a girl. I'm like, there you go, Emma. Good for you. Yeah. And Piper says, maybe, sure. It's just hard to know the truth unless you have the whole story. Like, what? Yeah, I mean, what are you getting at here? A girl was murdered. What is the whole story you're looking for? Yeah, she just walks up unprovoked and is like, hey, by the way, what? Okay. That's why I don't know what Piper's up to. Yeah, Piper Piper needs to pipe down. Um, <laughs> Piper down. Piper. If the show was still on, we should lobby for those shirts. Piper needs to pipe down. <laughs> <laughs> pipe down, Piper. <laughs> oh. So Emma and Brooke are passing out the candles. Emma gets stopped by Detective Brock to talk to her about, you know, say, hey, I need you to talk to you tomorrow at the sheriff's station. Maggie comes up with her whiny voice. Everything okay? You know, enough time for sappy mom hug, you know. What would she do if everything wasn't okay? Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> Literally, what are you going to do? Ugh. So Emma and Brooke give a talk about Riley to the crowd and how Riley was six when she moved there and was very quiet and shy. And as Emma's talking, she gets a message. She looks down at the podium and it's a video of her talking just a couple seconds prior. Like right then. And it throws her off. She can't really finish the story about what, you know, Riley said to her when she was little. And she just kind of walks off and Noah steps in and takes over. And off to the side, Emma gets a text. Tell that cop about me and you'll get your mom's heart in a box. Which like, I don't, I don't know if I believe it, but also you should just be telling the cops about this. I mean, just do it. This is really unhinged. Like, you are not safe. Unless this person is a cop, how are they going to know? Right? You know what I mean? How are they going to know? Also, I mean, I want to make so many Pretty Little Liars references. I just, I I can't. I just, if you watch the first couple episodes, you'll be like, oh, that show is just the gold standard in, like, text harassment and, like, mysterious. I, I don't know how to explain it. Well. They were obviously going for something like that here. It didn't quite They vote. were, and they did not. They didn't get it. Oh, well. Uh-oh. Emma. Emma. Uh-oh. 
she looks at everyone in the crowd, paranoia setting in big time. Who is it? Who sent it? Oh my gosh. She's looking at everybody. Later, they start to light the candles for the vigil. Emma looks up and sees the Brandon James mask in the back of the crowd, and then it's gone. So just for I'm a like, second, just for a second, did she really see it? Is it just in her head? Yeah. Oh. She starts to kind of hyperventilate. She's looking around frantically. It's dun dun dun. Then we get a commercial break, and back from that, she's at her meeting with Detective Brock at the sheriff station. She is in a daze. And that's when the detective asks about the phone call she's been getting. And Emma's like, uh, she totally holds back. Don't it's, lie. Just I know. Like, ugh. She's like, oh, it's just some Brandon James crank call trying to scare me. I'm like, damn it, Emma, don't ever like take the killer's bait. Don't do it. Right? Just tell people what the fuck's going on. Tell the world. Like, what are they going to do? Nothing. Brock then brings up um, Rachel's death being a staged suicide that only a medical examiner would catch. She then points out how Emma's mom is the medical examiner. Emma's dad was the only survivor of the massacre in the nineties. And Emma's photo was found at the hospital. This isn't a coincidence. I'm like, well, good detective work, captain obvious. (laughs) Also, can we talk about how most medical examiners in the U S are like elected? And so they wouldn't catch shit. They wouldn't actually. And like her mom probably wouldn't have caught this. No. Let's be realistic. That's true. As she's leaving, Maggie asks Emma how it went. Emma basically tells her that she didn't. And she was like, I told her what I could. And she didn't tell the detective everything. She says that Maggie left things out to protect her, which Maggie now regrets. Emma says, well, it's too late. It goes both ways. Great. So make the same mistake, Emma. That is exactly what you're saying. I'm about to make a mistake that you made. Yay! Cool empowerment. Yeah. Let's not learn from mom at all. Right, like she let you know. So Maggie just lets her walk on, and she decides to look troubled and angsty in the police station hallway. Maybe run after her because your daughter is at risk of being murdered. But no, she's got a brood, Orlean. Maggie has to brood. I mean, I need to mark for- this off my okay. Maggie brooding bingo card, Ping, right there. I'm I'm just saying for the amount of danger that. I think Emma is in people are not like around her. It's not like scream where they're like, Sydney, come to our house. No, yeah, this is a big party. There's a bunch of people. Yeah. No. Just walk around. Nope. Anyway. So at the coffee shop, Brooke berates a barista. It's like, what part of skinny ice macchiato? Don't you understand? I'm like, damn. And Jake- yeah. She's such a nice person. Yeah. Jake steps in to chill her out, ordering a coffee and ice water on her tab, which is such an ass move, but like, he's still really cute to me. I don't know what it is. There's just something about him. He's stealing her family's money and charging her for shit. (laughs) That guy sucks. He's a boss. No, he's actually kind of awesome. (laughs) The fact that he's getting away with it, he's kind of awesome. What's funny is that he just drops the ice into his hot coffee. Yeah, what was he doing there? She's like, you know, you could have just ordered a iced coffee. And he says, I like torturing the ice. <laughs> Creepy sociopath. I mean, how many signs do we need? I know. He's so weird, but it's like an odd turn on for me. I don't know what it is. There's just something about his. I, I just feel like Brooke has the same problem. And that's how you can tell she's got like Brooke has some some interesting issues going on. First, the teacher then this creepy guy who might be a murderer, but is definitely a blackmailer. <laughs> 
No, he's not. We don't know that for sure yet, Orlean. <laughs> That's true. It's a mystery. Who's it's the blackmailer? No idea. He's blackmailing somebody. Who else is getting blackmailed? We don't know. So yeah, Jake wants to know what's up with Brooke. He kind of taunts her out of her, and she says, "Someone has to tell Emma what happened freshman year." And he says, and I'm like, wait, wait, you said freshman year. So apparently freshman year was junior high. So they're in a high school that's sophomore, junior, oh, senior. I didn't go to one like that. So what he's actually talking about is middle school. Ugh. So I don't know what it is. So, okay. Our, in Mississippi, well, at least in my area, um, grade school is kindergarten through fifth grade. Middle school is 6th, 7th, 8th, and high school is 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th. That's what it was for me, too. And see, when I, before it turned into middle school, I went it, 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 the middle school aspect came when I went into ninth grade. So mm-hmm. when I was in school, grade school was K through 6th, junior high was 7th and 8th, and then 9th, 10th, oh, 11th, 12th. Okay. So that's why I was like 13, 14. So she might have been 14, 15, but still, she was still really young. Yeah. Anyway. So, Yeah. He says, you know, well, you need to, if you told Will, you're going to say something to Emma, you need to tell Will beforehand. She's like, I just, I just can't keep lying to Emma. And of course they're in Emma's coffee shop where she works. (laughs) Emma is like literally five feet away. And is like lying to me about what? (laughs) And Jake says, do what you got to do. And gets up and leaves. Like why it's. Was that badly plotted, badly acted, badly written? Like it was so weird and cheesy. She said it really loudly. I just can't really? quit lying to Emma. Like, sh- chill out. Chick, right, damn. I... But anyway, so it cuts to wherever Noah works. I don't know if this is a comic book shop or a video game store or a combination. I don't know because of... it, it seems kind of like semi-abandoned anyway. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of a place that would be on that 70s show. Like the record store yeah. with the couch in the middle. Yeah, but it's like so. What is it in this day and age? Yeah, exactly. It looks like well. Apparently, she brings over a Superman comic and she's reading it. And I guess she got there's comic books there. I guess there's video games and stuff because there's a bunch of TVs. Yeah, but I didn't. Nobody talks about video games. I don't know. I feel like they gave Noah like generic geekery. Yeah, multimedia <laughs> establishments. <laughs> Like, here, you go here. There's a bunch of screens. That's where you work. Yes. <laughs> we don't even know the name of the place. You know, at least we would get a cool, a cool place for them to possibly hang out. Do we even know the name of the coffee shop? We do. We know it from the first episode. Do we? Oh, I have to mention, by the way, on Pretty Little Liars, there is a boy character in the high school who is a hacker and is, like, way better than Noah. <laughs> of course and- he is actually has a character and doesn't have this defined like tech geekery and also weird meta analyst (laughs) anyway i'm just saying this i'm just i feel like this show came first did it though no that's Uh. what's so frustrating (laughs) almost yeah it didn't come first because he talks about pretty but it's like it was written 15 years ago yeah well (laughs) it might have been (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> okay so at the comic book slash video game store or wherever the hell this thing is Noah's on his laptop and asks Audrey to take out her phone she's like why he's just trust me and go download the language arts homework from school from the school server she's like, all right so she does and suddenly her phone's camera comes up on his screen 
She's like, what the hell? And he's figured out that anyone that has downloaded the language arts homework has been hacked. So their phones can be accessed remotely. So Which now. Also, uh, by the way, I just have to say as another tech thing, you would be expecting to download like a PDF and you'd get a whole fucking like executable software program. Are you kidding me? Apparently. What the fuck? Know. Also, on your phone, why wouldn't you open the language arts homework on your laptop? Why would you also open it on your phone? Anyway, I'm overthinking this, but it just that is really weird. Like, why would you? Unless needless. you open it up on your laptop and it links to your email, and if you open your email on your phone, it gets you there too. But it can't get into your email because your email is encrypted and secure on its own. That's true. I don't know. This was at least 10 years ago, Orlean. Things weren't No, it wasn't. This was like three years ago. No, it wasn't three years ago. No, it wasn't three years ago. When was this? This was, I'm looking it up now, 2015. Okay, so it was seven years ago. All right. Still. Not that long ago. Still wasn't that long ago. I get you. I get you. <laughs> so, yeah. So, somehow it hacks into her phone and... Now, Mr. Branson is a suspect since it's his class that they had to download this stuff from. Which, I don't know. You'd think if someone could hack, they could put this shit anywhere. Yeah. It wouldn't just be, well, they got to make it look like somebody's doing it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just saying. How would Mr. Branson even have time when he is both working a full-time job being a teacher and having an affair with Brooke. I know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, back at the coffee shop. Speaking of Brooke, she's talking. First, she asks how Emma's hot. You know, let me just ask you a question first. She goes, what? You're like, um, is your coffee hot? <laughs> Emma's like, well, it's coffee, so it's hot. Oh so Brooke's like, okay. And she takes her coffee away from her. <laughs> I'm like, smart move, though. Smart. But not really, because Brooke totally deserves like a drink in the face. She does, but I don't think Especially the way she's about to just like drop this on Emma. This is why I like her character, though. In public. Oh, that's true. It's true. I mean, but I mean, she did. I don't know what to lie to Emma, like really loudly. So it's kind of like, well. Right. It's all about her. Everything is about her. Brooke's not a better person for doing this. She thinks she's trying to be, she's trying to become one, but she doesn't know how to do it. And she's doing, going about it the wrong way. She's just thinking about herself. Of course. So, you know. She takes the coffee away from her, which I say subtly funny because, you know, Brooke's character is awesome. Um, she tells Emma that freshman year, Nina really didn't like her. She thought Emma was too pristine and goody-goody, which she is. Come on, let's face it. So I mean, she's not even good. She's just bland. Yeah. And <laughs> Will's like, she found her kind of cute. So Nina bet him that he couldn't deflower her within one month, which I'm which like. Also like, ew. I'm like, this is like a fucked up she's all that. Like, <laughs> it's the, it's like they took pieces from every teen movie and show and shoved them all together and called it Scream. Yeah. Slash. Slash. Slash Scream. Emma is mortified because Will took the bet. Brooke feels bad for ne- never telling her, but it got harder the more Emma was integrated into the group, which I think Emma understands that. Um, Brooke says, you want to hit me? Go ahead. And then she like turns her head and braces herself for the impact, <laughs> which is hilarious. Cause it was perfect. It was perfect. You know, um, Emma's more hurt. She's like, I could just stop being friends with you. And, but she's lost too many friends. She doesn't really say anything after that. 
Isn't that so miserable, though, where it's like, I don't even want to be friends with you anymore, but too many people have died. And you've all I got. Yeah. God. (laughs) So Brooke says she's sorry. Emma says everyone lies and everyone's sorry, just like he said. I'm like, ah, now that killer's getting in your head, girl. Uh Uh-oh. So she goes back to work, leaving Brooke alone at the table. She goes back to work. Brooke was like, let me take 30 seconds of your day to ruin your life. (laughs) By the way, um, (laughs) I know you're wiping down tables, but (laughs) you were uh, Lady Boggs. (laughs) That's the only thing I can think of. And Lady, wasn't her name Lady Bog? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So across town, Mayor Maddox, Brooke's dad, pulls his Porsche, of course, of course, uh, um, into an abandoned parking lot next to an old service garage. He calls the secretary and tells her to cancel his council meeting appearance because he's at a doctor's appointment. Okay. It's like you can't do your blackmail thing at any other time except during like a city council meeting. And the, and the city council meetings at 8 p.m. <laughs> like there's no. Okay. Seems a little weird. And it seems like it's midday. It does. It's like midday. It's supposed to be 8 p.m. And the sun is not even. You know, it's not like (laughs) it's kind of going down. It's a little orangey in the sky. It's full light. (laughs) It's full, like, it's it's like lunchtime. Um, (laughs) So he gets out of the car, goes into the garage. He calls out, hello, but no one answers. Then he gets a text, get in the car. She, he walks over to the car in the garage and gets in as a figure in a hood and a skeleton mask watches on from the sides. Maddox puts money into the glove compartment. <laughs> glove compartment. I was trying to say compartment and box <laughs> at the same time. Glove compartment or box, whatever you want to call it, and sees a guy behind him, another skeleton mask guy. Who? Oh, oh! So he hands the money over. I did what you said. It's ten thousand. It's all I could get in a day. So the skeleton guy grabs it, looks at the stuff, and then just like slams his, from behind him, slams his head forward into the steering wheel, busting his nose. Maddox tells him if he wants the rest of the money, he's he's going about it the wrong way. So the skeleton guy brings a knife to Maddox's throat, and he says again, he won't give him the full 1,000 if he's not insured the video in question disappears. So skeleton guy shows him a phone with the video, ready to delete it or post it. And Maddox tries to, says, all right, well, I need two days to get the money. So Skeleton Guy holds up one finger. Maddox nods, okay, one one day. I mean, by the way, speaking realistically, even if you are wealthy, you can't just get $100,000 cash in a fucking day out of a bank. That's ridiculous. They have limits. Yeah. And they're going to be like, why are you getting all this money out? <laughs> right. They have limits so they can look out for crime. Crime like this. Exactly. You're going to have to get it from other people, if anything, right? Right. You can't just pull together any future blackmailers out there. No one can pull together that kind of money in a day. That's ridiculous. Don't try it. Just don't don't try it. Like my bank alone, I think if I go to an ATM, I can extract like 400 a day. Yeah. It's like it's like between 300 <laughs> and 500 is a limit for most banks. Something like that. Right. So even if I were super rich and I went inside the bank, there's probably a limit. Words of wisdom from Orlean, everybody. Just saying. Crime doesn't pay because of things like this. That's why it literally does not pay. It like, literally it just doesn't. doesn't. There are federal regulations. They're looking for you. Yeah, they're not paying. <laughs> I like that we don't know, well, we quote, don't know who's banging Maddox around because he hasn't spoken, but come it's on. It's such we know. a mystery. Who could so it be? So mysterious. <laughs> so Skeleton kicks Maddox out of the car and, you know, Maddox leaves. 
we are left seeing two hooded guys in skeleton masks. Who could two blackmailers be? I don't know. I don't know, but we go to commercial break, and as soon as we come back, they pull off their masks, and it's Will and Jake? Oh, my God. That's what they've been talking about when they've been talking about blackmail? Oh, my God. And 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 Mr. Maddox Brooks' dad? Oh, my God. Why? Uh, what are the odds? Well... Will gets mad at Jake for breaking Maddox's nose, but Jake is getting a thrill from the power he has right now, which That's because he's a serial killer. He's nuts. Of course, you know, power is all little boys want. So Jake shows Will the 10 grand and says that the rest is coming. Will's like, this is too intense for me. And he's like, I don't want to party of this anymore. Which is smart, I guess. There, get out. He walks off mad, and Jake said, He did all the work, and all Will did was stand guard, which true. He yeah, but that's an the- important job because you don't want to do crime alone. That's true. I mean, the mayor could have fought him. The mayor's a big guy. Yeah. It would have been hard, though, with his back turned, but still. I'm just saying. Will says, screw you to Jake and leaves. So I'm like, so a free 10K for Jake then? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I mean, Good for him. money. In cash. No one Untraceable knows. bond. Oh, no. They didn't ask for untraceable cash. Uh, well, I doubt he went and said, can I get traceable things? Like... <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, like, the bank gives you sequential Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, Emma runs into Piper in town, who asks how she is. And she's like, how are you, Emma? And Emma's like, (laughs) starts crying out of nowhere. It just, it reminded me of that, that scene from, uh, from um, Not Another Teen Movie, where uh, Janie Briggs, not Lenny Boggs. Yeah. And she goes and she's, you know, she's at the pool party and she goes like she jumps in the pool and that's when Jamie Presley comes up. She starts pouring water on her. She's already wet. She's like, oh, no, you're not going to cry, are you? And then she starts crying. (laughs) That's what it reminded me of. Like, But it's not out of nowhere. It's just weird because they chop up these episodes where like Emma's life gets emotionally destroyed. And then we're like, do to do. What are these idiots doing over here? Oh, right. Emma. Emma's distraught. We forgot about (laughs) Emma. So Piper pulls her aside to this bench and is like, hey, I have I may have some bourbon in this flask, but I'm not going to offer it to you. The adults in this town. I'm like, but and you know what? At the same time, because one shot of alcohol always helps in these situations. (laughs) Okay, I mean, that too. Like, what is that going to do? I don't know. It's so strange. So Piper says, life is like, she, she goes into her full Forrest Gump mode right here. Um, life is like a Charlie Brown in the football. <laughs> the bitch Lucy keeps yanking it away, but you got to keep kicking. <laughs> Which is like some weird commentary on God, I guess, in I Piper's guess. world. <laughs> it's an okay metaphor. I don't know. Uh, eh. Um. Emma asks, you know, what got yanked away from you? And Piper tells her that her dad was murdered when she was young and the police never solved it. And she doesn't think they ever really tried. Of course, I mean, now if it was this county, they didn't. And hopefully it wasn't here. <laughs> um, of course, Emma feels bad. I'm like, you can't really compare the situation, girl, because you're. She's like, my dad's still alive, but I haven't seen him since I was little. So I kind of understand what you're saying. I'm like, yeah, I don't like, think same-sies. you do. Samesies. Not the same. Not the same. <laughs> um, so she's like, you know, Piper basically confirms this is why she's into true true crime podcast. She loves to ask a lot of questions. She and Emma both have daddy issues. And Piper tells Emma to hang in there and walks off just as Will pulls up in his gray Ford pickup. Which, I mean, very bland truck. He's a very bland guy. I know, like his the, whole the truck is one tone, just like his face. <laughs> 
So <laughs> Emma is not happy to see him. He tries to talk to her, but she just up and slaps him. Like, I mean, he, he does suck. She was like, I was a bet. I'm like, that's right. Get him, girl. And he has total guilt face now. He says he's sorry. And she has every right to be mad. And she's like, well, thank you so much for your permission. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, tell him, Emma. Right. Well, also, I don't buy that he didn't know there were creepy sex videos of a bunch of people, probably also him and Emma, right? He's friends with the people who were taking creepy sex videos. You know what I was thinking, though? If it was Nina's video, maybe she was blackmailing him, too. With the video saying, I'll release this video at some point. Or maybe Jake was. Maybe. I don't know. I just feel like Will does not have clean hands here. No, of course he does. So she tells him the worst part of everything. You wouldn't know the worst part was. You didn't even have the guts to tell me. I had to find out from Brooke. I'm like, that was the worst part? Yeah, that's not really the worst part. <laughs> I think the worst part would be just it happening in general. Like that's Right? Um, like I'm like, oh, crap. Now you've thrown Brooke under the bus. And I'm like, here comes a threat coming her way. You know it. You know what's coming. He already threatened her once. Don't get in between me and Emma. Remember that? Yeah, because so, all the guys are, like, vaguely threatening. I know. It's Emma's dimples. They love her dimples. It's just something about them. There's just nothing else to her. Well, you know, she must be pretty good in the sack. That must be it. I mean, they must be talking about it. I don't know. So he tries to talk it back, saying that, you know, he feel what he feels for her is real and he loves her. And she says, you sound like a bad romantic comedy, except we didn't meet cute. We met sick and twisted. <laughs> I mean, that is, that is pretty good and accurate. It's a courty line, but I love it. It's a good line. Also, like it just sounds so gross. Like, and she's all that Freddie Prince Jr. Seems older. I don't know. Cause he was in his mid twenties. <laughs> <laughs> Playing a high school senior. I guess that, that's why it seems more like, yeah, that's something a guy his age would do. Whereas it's like, like a 14-year-old? I don't know. That's dark. Yeah, that is. 14, <laughs> 15, something. Yeah. Mm -mm. That's dark. So she turns to leave and he grabs her. She's, do not touch me. She then clarifies that they aren't friends anymore. They aren't together. They are done. Where did all this feistiness come from, well, Emma? Go, Emma. Damn, she's finally had it. I guess, oh, you know what it was? It was the bourbon. <laughs> it was that shot. That's it was what that she one needed. shot. It gave her that enough courage, that liquid <laughs> courage. So that night, Brooke walks in on Mayor Maddox as he is liquidating assets. I wonder why. And she's freaked. Her mother never checked in at the motel. In mo the motel. The hotel. <laughs> she wouldn't have been yeah, at the motel. The motel, please. No. <laughs> the, <laughs> the hotel in Milan, like she always does. And she wants to know where her mother is. So. Maddox finally confesses that her mom was checked into rehab. Brick is hurt, but he explains that there are strict rules and rehab won't let outside communication in for 60 days. She's all hurt and everything, so she walks off in a huff with a commercial break. Also, what is her mom addicted to? Sounded How like alcohol are we getting here? Yeah. Rough. I mean, I here's what's also sad is I feel like everybody else is coming that we know of from like a broken home with real problems. And Emma's like, my mom's ineffective. <laughs> I mean, my dad's like, not around know, and he left. I, I know her, her dad isn't around, but like her life just seems pretty okay. I know. They have a nice right? house too. For right? two people? Damn. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like things seem pretty okay in her life. It's a nice little, what is that? Like a um, 
what kind of style is that they call that um it's a famous architect i didn't pay enough attention to the house they say enough of it on hgtv and i have no idea (laughs) but you know you know when you see it anyway um (laughs) anyway so at school brooke tells jake about her mom and he was like oh your mom was a milf who was deep and i'm like oh okay and oh. then she, Brooke corrects him. She goes, she's a lush with an ironclad prenup. And I'm like, ah, so mom's the rich one and dad's living off of her. Interesting. Yeah. That's what it sounds Seems like. like. Dad might be a little nicer, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's a little bit engaged, at least. Yeah. She thinks at least rehab is better than divorce court. Then Will walks up to Brooke asking why she told Emma without giving him a heads up. And she's like, I just, I couldn't keep it in. And Jake steps in and is like, hey, take a breath, bro. <laughs> and Will drops his bag, says, Still tell, stop telling me what to do, bro. I'm like, all this broing. Ugh. It just, it literally in my head, somebody just went, welcome to the OC, bitch. Yeah, no, <laughs> like that, exactly. That I love Chris that. Carmack. I want to watch that again too. I need to rewatch the OC. Yes. I love oh the my OC. god, let's do that. I loved it so much, and I've never watched it since the original run. Oh, I can't imagine how bad it is. Oh, I know. Oh. But the music is so good. Oh, it's a great, great soundtrack. Great soundtrack. So Jake tells him to take it. You know, I want you to take it home to the chickens and the cows. <laughs> I don't know what that's about, but apparently it pisses Will off <laughs> because he punches him. And Jake like is on the ground. He's like, I'm done helping you. And then punches him from the ground. Because Will has leaned over enough so he can punch yeah. him. I'm like, you're on the ground, dude. This is not the area to be punching. Okay, but being able to fight on your back, great skill. That's Good why skill. I think he's a real sociopathic serial killer. He is prepared. He is ready. And in a way, he's smart that he stays on the ground because Will's above him punching down. And that's when Mr. Like- Branson shows up. Good fighting principles. I don't trust him. I mean, who knows that this young? (laughs) That's true. He's had a hard life, Um, apparently. So Mr. Branson breaks it up. And before any big damage is done, he takes Jake to the nurse with Jake smiling at Brooke the whole time, which is also psychotic. I mean, this is this was not romantic. (laughs) No. Later in gym, there's a self-defense instructor. And I'm like, why didn't we have this in high school? Yeah, I would Why did we have that. a self-defense class? Like, it could help so many people if they just did this, you know? Yeah, it would have been great instead of me learning how to throw a stupid football. <laughs> which I remember we had to do, and I was like, why do we need to do this? I'm not going to be playing. What the hell? Right. It's not a life skill. Ugh. So Will gets paired with Audrey as, and he's her attacker. The second he grabs her from behind, she flips his ass and pins him to the mat. Yeah, that was insane. It's pretty badass. And um, she whispers, "How does it feel to? How does it feel to take it in front of everyone?" I'm like, I mean, I did love that. Damn, Audrey, I love that. This show like has some unexpected gems. It does. There's some good moments. She gets up. <laughs> she stands next to Emma, who's just smiling her ass off. She loves yeah, it. Yeah, Emma's into it. And Noah's, this is a great part too. Noah tries the, the slow clap and nobody joins in because it's Noah. (laughs) But it's a great little moment. You're like, oh, I'm glad no one joined in. It was kind of funny. So leaving the gym class, Kieran, (laughs) it's hard to say that. Kieran catches up with Emma. He sort of mocks the self-defense class and 
then he pushes her against the wall really aggressively, like out of yeah, nowhere. Like out of unexpectedly, without consent. No, he like grabs her and like forces up against the wall because what happens if there's a knife to your throat? I'm like, Whoa, dude. First of all, you just know he's doing this so that Will could see it. You know right. he's doing that for that purpose. You just know it. But also it's super weird. It's very strange. He's a little they too just, aggressive. Like started flirty getting together and it's a He's already on like six month basis. Like they're right, been together. Like for you're a while. not that comfortable. You can't just plus there was a moment of like you're really like holding her up against the wall. <laughs> I mean, he literally like was holding play. her up against the right. wall. Right. That's what was disturbing. So she tells him, you know, I'm not afraid anymore with all the bad stuff happening around her and all that. And she's realized she's alive and she makes her own choices and blah, blah, blah. And of course, this is when Will walks out and then she sees him and purposefully kisses Kieran to send a message to Will. It's very obvious. I was I mean, expecting I was... her to like look at her side eye to see if Will was still looking. No, that's not classy. You don't do that. <laughs> but whatever. I will say when she was like, it's time to live or whatever, I was like. That's like TV teen code for sex. Living. Let's live. <laughs> right. You want to live? Let's get down and live. <laughs> so next, Noah and Audrey sneak into Mr. Branson's office to hack his laptop. And Noah finds the malware and finds two user IDs, Tyler's from last semester and Riley's from this semester. What's that about? Hmm. Mm. What if this killer killed Nina, Tyler, and Riley to keep his secret? <gasps> oh, no. I mean, it's not that good of a secret. No, it's not. So Mr. Branson shows up and they shut down the laptop before he gets in the room. Their excuse is that they were stopping by to get Noah a new scene par partner because, you know, his is dead and all. Um, Branson is weird. He looks, he gets this weird look at Audrey. Like he kind of looks her up and down like a piece of I mean, of it is, as the kids say, very sus. Yeah, it's very sus. And... He says everyone's paired up, but I'm sure someone would be up for a dramatic threesome. I'm like, Which, like what is that look? Is he like coming on to that? <laughs> I know. I'm like, what? What's like, going on here? And he's so creepy in a locate sexual offenders on a website way. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but you don't know what he did. And you're like, is he dangerous or no? I don't did he know. Pee on he's building? just like really horny all the time. He seems like he is. So Noah tells him that they'll find someone and let him know, you know, and then they leave. So at home, Emma is doing research on Brandon James when she gets another fucking phone call from an unknown caller. Also, who answers? I get spam calls all the time and I just don't answer them. Yeah, well, apparently you have to in Lakewood. She answers and hears herself telling Will earlier, we're not friends. We're not together. What's the point? She doesn't even flinch this time. I'm like, good for you. She doesn't flinch. She goes, what's your point? And he laughs and he goes, ha ha, there she is, the new Emma. Feisty he, Emma. Yeah. He goes, I'm not your project. Then who are you really? How about the one who kicks your ass? And he laughs again. <laughs> this game is just too damn fun. My life is not a game. Yes, it is. And when I say it's over, you lose. I mean, it just makes me think of Jake. I, I don't think it's Jake, but it makes me think that of sounds Jake like so Jake. Like it it really like does. It. it sounds like something he would say. <laughs> Downstairs in the kitchen, Maggie and Sheriff Hudson are putting away dishes. And I'm like, are they dating or not? This feels like a post-date conversation. They're super dating, right? I guess. They're not really establishing it, but they are. He tells Maggie that he and Detective Brock used to be together, usually when they were drunk. They weren't this a couple. This is so 
Okay, this is so messy, dude. And also, it sounds like it was over 10 years ago. And like, I don't even know why you're talking about this. I know. They're basically drunk fuck buddies. Right. He says that he he likes to see the world clearly now. So he doesn't do drugs and stuff and drink. That's nice. And then he steps over and confirms that they are dating when he takes off her glasses and kisses her. Like, you don't have to take off her glasses. It's nice. Maybe he thinks they make her look ugly. (laughs) Take off your glasses so I can see your eyes while my eyes are closed kissing you. What? I don't understand. Um. (laughs) I don't get him. I don't get him either. Well, good for whiny Maggie. She found herself a wimpy sheriff to share the bed with. What is the point of shacking up with the sheriff who is ineffective and can't protect you? I mean, (laughs) I don't know. No one's going to go after him. Because he can't protect himself, apparently. At home, Brooke opens her fridge and someone is watching her outside. There's a knock at the door. She's like, oh, no. And it turns out to be Jake with pizza. Pepperoni and pineapple, which is her favorite. And I'm like, honestly, who likes pepperoni and pineapple? I mean, they got to be a serial killer. And I don't care what Argyle on Stranger Things said. It's gross. Sorry. Also, whenever people show up at your house and you're in a horror movie, you should probably just be like, no, thank you. Bye. Bye. See you later. See you at school. (laughs) She thanks Jake for standing up to Will for her. He says he has seniority. She has seniority over Will since they grew up together. Her family and his family is her, excuse me, her family is his family. And you know, the kind that he likes to slam into car steering wheels. (laughs) Your family. the kind that it seems like he wants to fuck. He always does. So I don't I don't trust him. He says he's deciding to go her route and make a Jake 2.0 version of himself. She's not really buying it, but she bends her ear, right? And Jake confesses that Tyler and Nina videoed her dad doing things that he shouldn't have been doing. He lies, because we know he's lying, and says that he hasn't seen the video, but knows they were blackmailing her dad with it. She wants to know mm. how he knows about it. And he says after Nina and Tyler died, Will kept the video and kept blackmailing <gasps> her dad, even though Jake tried to talk Will out of it. I'm like, what an asshole. Sell out. He is the master criminal here. Oh, he totally flipped the shit around, which is, I mean, I guess it's smart for him at least. It's very smart. That's why I say like he is already getting ahead of Will, who doesn't even know he needs to be doing shit like this. I know. Jake is the master criminal. He's awesome. For, and he's a fucking idiot. But and like, he's an somehow. idiot at the same time. He's <laughs> right. on somebody else. Meanwhile, Mayor Maddox is watching this whole conversation from his office computer, because they have surveillance cameras, apparently, and writes down Will's name, underlining it three times. He means business, y'all. He means business. I'm still worried about the mayor, though. I don't think he's going to make it. Maybe. Maybe not. We don't know. A policeman calls Detective Brock over in the police station. He just got into Nina's encrypted laptop. She looks and sees something that disturbs her. And she says, damn, no wonder that girl's dead. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, she found all the blackmailing shit. That's got to be it. Yeah, I hope that's all it is. I hope so. Back at Brooks, Jake has the video and tells her that he cloned it from Will's phone because Will's clearly not a security-minded guy. Like, what an asshole. (laughs) I mean, I love how Will isn't enough of a criminal. He's a stupid (laughs) criminal at that. Uh, So she presses play and it's surveillance from her house and it shows her dad. He's like, Brooke, are you home, Brooke? And she doesn't answer. So he goes into the garage and pulls out what appears to be a body from the trunk of his car. Yeah. And the date stamp is the day after her mom left for her trip. 
Dun, dun, dun. Daddy's oh got secrets. God. And he's the mayor. He's the mayor. Like, come on, dude. Don't be killing off your rich wife. But also, was that their home surveillance? Like, yeah. was someone just sitting outside? Like, how? Oh, hacking. Oh. Uh, yeah. Noah. Because, I mean, he was pulling it, it up on his computer. Is it Noah? I mean, we I just know. he just showed off his hacking skills. It could be. It could be. It could. He he is a little emotional. Somehow Jake can hack things too, because I think he was looking at Nina at one point. Maybe I don't know. Someone was looking at Nina at some point. He somehow got those videos somehow. But what's also wild from that first episode is that someone was watching Nina and someone was murdering Nina. Huh. Anyway. There are many mysteries. Everyone's a red herring in the show. I know. Literally everyone except Emma is like up for a candidate for murder. Yes. Speaking of Emma, Kieran has taken her to this random spot, kind of in the woods or in a meadow or something. I don't know. (laughs) And um, it's at night, so we don't really know. Um, He parks his truck and he says, it's far. She's like, where are we? He goes, it's far enough for no one to hear. Cool. I'm like, oh, that's not good. She's a little uneasy, which, you know, you should be in a town with all your kid friends getting murdered. Um, He says, just trust me. And she, he, she, you know, close your eyes. Just trust me. Just trust me. I'm like, I don't know. She does it. And he walks to, he tells her, you know, you're walking to your car. It's late at night and you have a flat tire. What do you do? She goes, I call AAA. <laughs> He's like, wrong. They would never get to her at you in time. And she's like, what? And she opens her eyes and he has a gun in his hand, like right in front of her face. She's like, oh, my God. And he's like, it's okay. You know, I want you to, you know, do some target practice. Like, why would you give her this whole scenario, by the way, beforehand? Right. This is so unsettling. It's unnecessary. And he's like, you know, don't worry. My dad's a cop. You know, I know how to shoot these things. And he seems a little too into this as he's showing her how to like shoot the gun and everything. And he says, he can't be, you know, I can't be your personal bodyguard all the time. Sometimes you'll just be alone and you'll need protection. So he offers her the gun, but she says, I, I just can't do it. Like she shot it once, but didn't like shoot it, shoot it. So she I thinks mean, this him, is like a janky way to learn where he's like, here's a gun. Just shoot it. Just shoot it. What? Like, huh? There's like training. The whole thing, he's like at four cans. Shed. I'm like, why would you set up the four cans? You didn't walk out there to set them up. They were already set up. A. B, you're going to have to go and reset those damn things up. And, yeah. you know, you're Just in the middle of the Just go to like a shooting range. I don't know what's going on here. Like, let's, you know, I guess you know, it's really weird. They have places where you can practice shooting. Hopefully, I don't maybe understand. not in this town because apparently the cops don't use it. Um, <laughs> Go to the abandoned hospital. I don't know. <laughs> Shoot some dead corpses or something. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, she says she can't do it. She just can't do it. She thanks him for the offer. And then they kiss. And he's like, Emma, he's not going to win. He's reassuring her. And she says, well, what if he's watching right now? And he says, what if he is? What if he's in the trees or already crept into the back of my truck waiting to ambush us later? I'm like, oh my why God. would you say this shit? <laughs> Stop. She is traumatized. He's like, all I care about now is I am right here with you and I'm holding you. And of course, this is just like, ugh. It's ugh. this primary moment just to like undress each other and get down and dirty on a blanket in the middle of the woods. I told you it's code. Whenever teenagers are like, I just realized how precious life is. It means they're trying to bone. Yeah, they are. 
And I will give him that <laughs> Kieran has a great body. Can't stand his hair. Great body. Good butt in those jeans. We'll give him that. Could be could be a murderer. Could be a murderer. I don't know. But, you know. And then we fade out, and that's the end of the episode for now. Woo. So oh, yeah. I was thinking more of like a Gilmore girl, like la 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> It's a very climat- anticlimactic ending to this episode. It really episode. is. It's like, I was like, oh. that's how we're going to end this? Unless unless he is really is a bad guy and she just like upped the ante on how much danger she's in. Never have sex. But she already had sex once before. She's not a virgin. Yeah. And she got punished for it. So what the fuck is she doing? I know. Right? Even or like, you think maybe like not immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's. Yeah. I don't know. Also, I know that Noah at one point said that maybe I should have lost my V card, basically save Riley, because that way I would have been killed first. And Audrey's like, that's not how that works. That's not actually <laughs> how things work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what do you think? Are you team Kieran? Uh, kind of. He's just too creepy to me. I've never really, I never he really liked creepy. Kieran. He's just too creepy. I mean. I don't know. His name is Amadeus for one thing. His real name. It's a weird name for That's intense. I mean, but he is an intense character too. Yeah. So. I mean, he kind of looks like an Amadeus, I guess, but but uh no, not really. I'm more Team Jake. I like Team Jake. Interesting. I like Jake. I like the dark haired guys though. I like dark haired guys and dark eyes. I mean, I don't find Jake attractive. There is a dark part of me that wants him to succeed because I think he wants to be like a criminal mastermind and he can have a whole spinoff where he like starts the wire. <laughs> yeah. I want to see that guy in more things. I don't know if he's been in right. anything else, but I need to see him in more stuff. I'm also curious to see all of these male characters in anything else because I wonder like, are they this shifty or is it just the direction of the show? <laughs> I know. I haven't seen any of them in anything. I haven't either. I've never seen these guys in anything else. And that's rare because usually on the teen show circuit, you see the same people. Yeah. They're probably doing like bit parts on SVU or stuff like that, but but maybe not. You know what I, I mean, mean? And now that the CW just like crashed their whole lineup, who knows what opportunities there are. That's true. Tis true. Tis true indeed. So next up on Scream. Yes. Next up, we'll find out. Well, I don't know. We're, we're not going to find out the killer yet because we still have, what was that, episode five? We still got five episodes to go, guys. Yeah, we do. So, we're only halfway. Halfway. But some Hard some big, big bloody stuff's about to go down. Pretty yeah. bad. Um, and I mean, are we counting down? Who thinks Brooke is going to eat it? Because, like, no one's looking out for her. If you're watching for the first time with us, that'd be awesome. What do you think? Chime in. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you think is going to happen. We would love to hear it. This is one of those hate to watch, love to hate shows. You know, or hate I don't love. even feel passionate enough to hate it. <laughs> but you know, like it's, you hate like how it goes. You know what I mean? It's vaguely like, entertaining. <laughs> it's it's a guilty pleasure for sure. It's a guilty pleasure. It's fun. But but I mean, I will have so much to say if we get to Pretty Little Liars. Mm. It's just it's a whole universe. Seven seasons. Oh my lord! I don't know if we can how, carry all that, but. How long can you conceivably harass someone via text? <laughs> that's the real question of both of those shows. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's very true. And like, we'll- it only lasts for so long. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us what you think. Orlean is Spooky Orlean on Twitter and Instagram. 
The Rewatch Recap was brought to you by me, Dustin Holden. You can find the show on Instagram at The Rewatch Recap, or you can find me on Twitter or TikTok at Dustin underscore Holden. Find me there for my weird-ass sense of humor amongst other silly things related to my other show, Dustin Can Read and Watch. Speaking of which, my email is the same as the other show. You can reach me at DustinCanReadPod at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Chime in with your theories of who done it or who's doing it and who might get off next or who's your favorite character. We want to know. Who would you date in this screen TV series <laughs> universe? Oh my God, that's so fun. <laughs> who would you date and who would you avoid? Tell us. We'll hear back from you next time. So for me and Orlean, goodbye. Goodbye.